All right, everybody. Somebody go ahead and start the music. to the Prof. JC Leadership Podcast, a podcast about life, leadership, and human flourishing. My guiding philosophy is simple. What you can be, you must be. Abraham Maslow. The purpose of this podcast is to help you live an all-in life, be an all-in leader, and lead all-in teams and organizations. I'm your host, JC Hurtado Prater, yours truly. And I'm so grateful you joined me for a few moments on the podcast today. The professor is in. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Another week over. If you're like me, that's not always the most exciting thing. I love the life I live. And this sounds so morbid to say on a Friday, but... Every Friday that comes around, I realize, ah, that's one closer, that's one step closer I get to, you know, my life, you know, not being around. I intend to live to be 100, but every Friday is one step closer, one one week closer to that Friday, or to that to that 100-year mark. And so, uh, not always fun for me, but I hope for you it's been a good week. I hope you have a great weekend ahead of you. I don't necessarily live for the weekends, but maybe you do, and if you do, I hope you have a great weekend ahead of you, a great weekend plan for yourself. Uh, but most importantly, I hope that this has been a really great week for you and that you've been effective. So it's all the time on the podcast. You've been effective, you've been impactful, and that you have been profitable. If you can do those three things, you will be unstoppable. I like that. Effective, impactful, profitable makes you unstoppable. Not too bad, not too shabby. I'm obviously getting tired here. <laughs> hey, so for this final week, or not final week, for this final episode of the week, I want to keep this pretty simple. I talked the other day on Monday when I was introducing these episodes, and I said, hey, on Friday, we're going to talk about making a difference. How do you make a difference? Well, um, I'm going to kind of, I'm going to move away from my consistency bias here to stay consistent with what I shared. I'm going to say, hey, I've got something new I want to talk about. And um, this actually comes from a message that I heard the other day. It was a preaching message by a guy by the name of Chuck Swindoll. And he was talking to a group of seminary students. And he, he actually was talking about this idea of how do you, I don't know, something about being great or making a difference or something like that. And he, he gave some tips. It's one of these tips that I want to rest on. And I would just want to briefly share with you today in kind of the shorter episodes. We don't need to talk much about this. I just want to encourage you on this one. The uh, shift or the uh, the point that he made in this idea of making a difference, being a great, for him, he was preaching to a bunch of future pastors and, and, and ministers, so he was trying to help them become great pastors and ministers. And one of the points he said is, stay where it's tough. And he calls it this, the testing is what he calls it, is good for you. Stay where it's tough. Don't quit. Don't back out. The testing is good for you. 
that really resonated with me so much so that, I, you know, as he was giving this talk, I was actually working on something else, but I was kind of listening. So I would write down some of his keynotes. That one, it was so impactful. I put a couple stars by it and I wrote wow next to it. Wow. Stay where it's tough. The testing is good for you. So now this could be, we talked about this the other day, this idea of a workplace, but, but this could also be, I would say, for relationships. Now, I'm not here to talk about, I'm not a relationship counselor. Some point, maybe I'll get in here and I'll talk about all the things not to do. <laughs> maybe that'll be a conversation uh, to have, but I'm not going to give you any, in, any relationship advice. But what I can say is this, every regret that I have in life, and more than likely, if you admit it for yourself as well, every regret you have in life is because you quit when something got too tough. You ran away, got too tough for you, got too hard for you. You didn't realize that the testing, that the hard, that the, uh, that the tough would actually be good for you and would help build your character. You didn't realize it, so you decided to move on. You decided to quit. Several years ago, I think this was in 2017. This is 2022, uh, 2022 when I'm recording this. And in 2017, I was running for a local office here in San Diego County. It was for a community, uh, a community college board. And honestly, I was a great candidate. I was even told that by some people. I was told that by someone who said, you know, she, she wasn't going to vote for me. She wasn't going to give me her backing. But she said, you know what? You're going to make a great candidate or you're making a great candidate or whatever it was. You're a great candidate. What happened was I ran up against a person who has great huge family connections in the area and instead of staying at it instead of chasing the hard right staying where it was tough even if i was going to lose i ran for the hills and i didn't finish that race i actually quit even as i'm talking about i would tell you i feel the pain of that regret that's one of the greatest regrets of my life i can't stress that enough to you when I lay my head down to rest one day, even though I've had a great life and since then I've had an amazing life and so many amazing opportunities, I will tell you when I lay my head down to rest one day, I will go back to that moment when I quit that race and I will regret that the rest of my life. And I quit because it was tough. It was hard. It was going to require something of me that I could never give. I remember waking up with anxiety every single day. And I know some of you will say, well, that was good. You, you shouldn't be doing that. And, and why? But, but, you know, I didn't realize at the time, and I learned later, that so, so much of the time, anxiety is a sign that we're moving in the right direction. Okay, I'm not talking about clinical anxiety. I'm not talking about medical anxiety where you've got to have. I'm talking about the anxiety that many of us get when we're getting ready to do something new. And instead of pushing forward, we back out because it's, 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 it's hard and it makes us anxious. And no one wants to feel anxious. We all want to feel comfortable. We want to feel good. And so if we get feelings of anxiety, whatever's giving us those feelings of anxiety, we run from. And I ran from that race. And it felt good momentarily, maybe a week, maybe two. But as I had to start calling people, and I remember calling one particular person, there was actually a group of faculty who they saw me as a viable candidate. And I talked to some of the leaders of that, and they talked about possibly backing me. There was no guarantee, but there was a chance, and I was building some inroads. And I remember calling the gentleman who was in charge of that 
union or the, uh, I think it was a union, the professor's union, the faculty union. And I'll never forget the disappointment in his voice. It was awful. It was awful. And he didn't, he didn't, you know, you know, this is a professional environment. Uh, This is when you're running for office, you do so because you have a vision, because you have a reason for doing so. So if you quit as easy as I quit, it's just, it's weakness. And this person wasn't going to stay on the phone with me. No, let's talk through it. Let's say, no, they hadn't, they, they, they didn't want to do that. I ran into somebody else later on. She'd give me a lot of time and she was kind of influential in the South Bay of San Diego. She'd give me a lot of time, phone calls, and I'd been chasing her down to get her, uh, you know, to get her, uh, to get support. And she was close to supporting me and I quit. I walked away and I, I, I saw her at another event. And I walked up to her and said, she was, she's kind of blind. And so she can't see very well. And so she didn't see me, but I walked beside her and she said, is this JC or Tato Prater? She said, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. And I forget how she said, but you ought to be ashamed. You quit. You walked away. You had people who were invested in you. You had people who were giving time to you. And, and, and the fact that you quit. And, and I think with some people, I just, I just walked away. I just disappeared. I didn't even make a statement. And she lectured me in front of a group of people. I'll never forget it. And you know what? She was right. She was right. I didn't handle that, that situation the right way. I've been guilty of that before and since. I'm actually thinking about a situation right now. Probably need to handle that sooner rather than later. But I quit because it was tough. And I will tell you that the greatest regrets I have in my life are quitting when things get tough. I am uh, finishing up right now. 7.5 years uh, in a role um, at a, a local church here um, on staff as a pastor. Now, I'm actually moving into another role, but it's going to be part-time because I'm actually stepping into another role at a local university here, and so that's a whole other thing. But um, this job that I'm stepping out of is probably one, one of the hardest jobs I've ever had in my life. Uh, my boss, who I love deeply, the my my long term boss, not the one who's my boss now, but the and he's a good guy as well. But the boss that I had for seven years, um, boy, we went at it quite a bit. We had different ways of seeing things and different ways of seeing how the world worked, and you know, he he was tough to work for. And I saw a lot of people come and go in my time there. People got fired. People got frustrated frustrated with him because he has such a strong personality, and he doesn't budge on much. But I stuck it out. And our relationship, even though we had hard moments, it continued to grow. And I think because for him, it was like everyone that it gets rough with, they always quit and they always leave. And I stuck it out. And I respect this man. I love this man. But it's, it's that stepping out now 7.5 years. And I'm not stepping out because I'm quitting. I'm stepping out because something, another, another door opened that is actually more in line with where I'm going in life right now. And so I'm moving from this role into a, a greater role. I don't want to say a better role because there are a lot of good things about it. But for me, it's a better role because I'm moving into uh, where I need to be. But what I'm so proud about is the fact that I stuck it out. And I, I actually had a goal of sticking around for at least 10 years. I wanted to do one decade there. And again, I move into another role there. So I'm going to try to make that happen. But I've taken a lot of hits at this place. I'll be honest with you. Taken a lot of hits. It hasn't been easy. But I'll tell you, there's a sense of gratitude because I stuck with it. 
And the character that has been built in my life in the last 7.5 years is unbelievable. You know, this, so it's a church that I've been working for. And so part of church is for my position, I'm on the platform a lot in front of these people. And sometimes I'm doing music and other times I'm teaching. This crowd, I will tell you, is one of the hardest crowds to teach to. One of the crowd, hardest crowds I've ever taught to in my entire life. They don't, they don't hand it to you easy. They don't just laugh at your jokes because you're up there. They don't, you know, they, they don't give you anything. You have to earn it. But I'll tell you, and I've told this to people before, if you speak at this place and you can become great here, you can be great anywhere. This place will make you a better speaker. It'll make you a better person, to be honest with you. I, I think it's done, that, it's done that for me. I've learned a lot of lessons here, some the hard way, some in an easy way, but I've learned a lot of lessons. But, it, but it's because I've stayed with it. I want to encourage you in your own life right now, wherever you're at. And again, I've said this this week already. Maybe it's a workplace environment. Maybe it's a person. It's a relationship. Don't quit. Don't quit just because it's tough. Now, again, we talked the other day about if something is toxic for you and it's legit toxic and not just you're trying to run from something that's hard, then you need to get out. Don't blame the other person. Don't blame the culture. Don't point the finger at them and say, you're toxic. No, no, no. It's toxic for you. That same person, that same situation might be great for somebody else. Okay. In a moment of incredible transparency, I will tell, I just uh, went through a divorce. And I've learned, right, when I was first going through it or first, you know, with my own therapist and counselor, it'd be easy to point the fingers at her and say, she's toxic. And my counselor helped me realize, no, she's not. She's toxic for you, but she's not toxic. And now I'll tell you, my, my ex-wife has moved on with a great guy, and I think they're going to end up together. They're going to be in a uh, long-term relationship, probably married one day, and he loves her. And everything that I couldn't stand about that relationship, he's just in love with. So again, it was toxic for me, but it doesn't mean that she's a toxic person. It just wasn't toxic for me. So that's the same thing, right? If something is toxic for you, then you need to get out of it. But I would encourage you, don't just run away because something is hard. Difficult and toxic are two different things. Okay. Toxic is, you know, and you know, it's, it's endemic, right? It's like, we talked about this micromanaging or if there's no place to be promoted, right? That makes it toxic for you. Same in a relationship, right? If you're not being empowered, not necessarily that you're going to get promoted in your relationship, but if you're not being empowered or if there's no growth, right, in that relationship, you might feel the, the, toxic, the toxicity of that. But it doesn't make the other person bad. It just means it's not good for you. But outside of that, if you're in a situation that's difficult or hard, before you just move on from it, I would encourage you to stay put. And maybe again, you put a date on it and say, I'm going to stay for the next, you know, I'm going to stay for the next three years because I know that this position I'm in now will be great for my character. Or I'm going to stay for another one year, another two years. I think of a story about Oprah Winfrey. She was getting paid, I forget what it was, something, $15,000, for a job. And it was a job that, you know, she wasn't getting all the prestige that she wanted. She was offered another job for $40,000 a year. She turned it down because she went to her boss and her boss said, I think you need to stay here. You need to stay put here. It's not as much money. It's not as much prestige, but there's a lot that you can learn here. And Oprah Winfrey would say uh, that was one of the greatest training grounds for her is staying at that job where she was going to make three times more in her other position. This is what I'm talking about. 
We must not quit when it gets difficult. Toxicity, that's a whole different ballgame. Yes, we need to quit that. But something that's just hard, something that's difficult, stay at it. Stay in there. Okay? It could be building something inside of you that needs to be built. That's all I got for you today. I hope you'll take that with you. And uh, I hope it's added value to your life. I hope every episode this week has added value to your life. I look forward to uh, you joining me again next week. Uh, Three more episodes of the Prof. JC Leadership Podcast. I'll see you then. Take care. listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, we offer episodes just like this three times every week on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Subscribe to my podcast, The Prop JC Leadership Podcast, available on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart.com, anywhere you get your podcast, and be the first to get your episodes three times every week. I'll see you soon. 